welcome back to Getting Rich the Hard Way. This is your host, Skylar. So today, you guys, uh, I want to talk a little bit about, um, I guess, two things. Uh, you know, I like to talk about um, uh, housing, and uh, I'm going to talk about a little bit about credit scores, too. Um, so uh, I actually just had a, 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 a client um, give me a ring, and she... Um, she um, recently had some some missed uh, payments on her her credit score um, like in January and that just just really beat up her credit pretty bad and uh, I I was man I, I just felt bad because yeah I mean just COVID and a lot of other things got in her way but yeah I mean that's that's the only two payments she's missed in like a super long time and they were both in January um, and uh, I think it was January I don't know maybe this was before COVID but yeah she had some stuff going on so Anyway, she missed two payments, um, but then, you know, started, you know, obviously making the payments again, but I just, this, I just want this to be like a, a cautionary tale. Like, I know there's a lot of people out there that like, just can't, you know, can't do it. You can't make the payments and you know what you need to do is you need to get on let go. You need to get on Craigslist, Facebook marketplace, and you need to sell some stuff because the one thing your credit cannot do, cannot take a non-payment hit. That is 35% of your score, of your credit score, 35%. I don't care about anything else, anything else, you guys. If you want to have a decent credit score, you have to make all of your, your debt payments on time, even if it's just the minimum. All your credit cards, your, your car, your house, do not pay that stuff late. You have to have a on-time payment so just period. I'm, I'm telling you, it, I mean, it'll sink your score. I mean, it could be 50 or more points by one missed payment. So if you guys are looking to finance anything, if you want to refinance your car, if you want to get a car, if you want to get a house, if you want to refinance a house, I mean, if you're trying to, you know, do anything with your credit, just please, please, you guys don't miss the, the on-time payment. That's just, that's the number one thing. You know, everything else, you know, yeah, utilization super important. Credit mix is super important. Length of history super important. All those different factors, but I'm telling you the first and foremost one that you have absolute control over is paying that stuff on time. All of my stuff is auto set up. I don't I don't worry about any of that stuff. Everything is paid on time automatically. It's just my job to make sure that the money's in there. And yeah, if you got to go sell some stuff, if you got to go get, you know, a $500 loan from somebody, do that. Don't miss those payments. Um, and the next thing is like, yeah, if you are that close to struggling to missing your payments for all the debt you owe, you need to take something back. You know, if you have a second car, take it back. Just, just cancel that out. You know, you're like, hey, I can't pay for this anymore. I don't want to pay for it. You know, whatever. You know, you find, you know, uh, your phone plan. Go get a lower phone plan. If you have too many subscriptions, just cancel all those things. I mean, if you are struggling to meet the bare minimum payments on your stuff, I mean, that's a bad financial spot to be in. That's the first thing you gotta do is stop the bleeding. That's like in, in medical stuff, 101, you gotta stop the bleeding. So um, yeah, that, that if that's your problem, you really gotta get that under control. Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about investments. Don't worry about the percentages of your credit card debt or whatever, any of that stuff. Just make sure you make those payments on time. And if you can't do it, you gotta start cutting stuff off. You gotta, you gotta stop going out to eat. You got to cut the food budget. Um, the thing with, with this lady, she, um, every month she spends about $600 on, uh, 
on groceries and going out to eat. I mean, her job is a little bit different where she's with people and she has kind of working meetings. Um, unfortunately, she's not a business and I, you know, there's no way for her to really write this off. She's looked into it. I looked into it. There's no way to write off those meals. So I told her, I was like, Hey, listen, you know, before you leave, eat a big meal, have something in your car with you, pack a brown bag it, you know, have, you know, granola bars or something, whatever it takes. I mean, you know, it, she's in a kind of sucky spot, but I just like, you can't be spending. She spent, okay. I'll put it this way to you guys. She spent more on food than on, um, her housing. So yeah, so that's obviously a problem. Um, so I mean, it's good that her housing's so cheap, but it's you know it's not good to redirect all that money you could be saving and investing and paying down debt into eating out all the time. So um, so that's something we're going to be working on. But uh, yeah, she missed some payments. Really, really bad for the credit. Um, so yeah, just that's the first thing I want to say about that when it comes to credit. Um, it's I, I just wrote a blog about it because you know I'm, I'm helping this lady. So um, yeah, just don't do that. You guys, if there's any, if you guys have any questions, if you guys need any help, please feel free to reach out to me. I, you know, get rich the hard way, my website, you can get, you know, getting rich, um, the hard or at gmail.com. You can send me an email. I'm more than happy to help and figure some stuff out for you guys. Um, but other than that, the second thing I want to talk about, um, was, this is a different client. Um, me and her kind of had the same thing going on is we're both in a position where we want to buy a house. She wants to buy her first house. I want to buy my second house. Um, but neither of us can get financing right now because of COVID we're unemployed, but we got the down payment. Um, so we want to get into houses and, um, I kind of shared with her the same thing I shared with you guys, um, in a, in a different, uh, podcast. Um, I just talked to her. I just got off the phone with her a little bit ago. Um, and really the best suggestion I have for myself and for her and for anybody else kind of in the same position who wants to buy a house, but can't necessarily get the, uh, the proper financing through the bank is to find a seller um, who is willing to to become the bank. And what I mean by that is find a seller who is willing to take payments, monthly payments, just like a mortgage, but instead of paying the bank, uh, you pay them. That way you don't have to go through um, the strict criteria banks have to lend money. Um, I mean, that is a little bit harder to do. This is kind of a creative financing technique, but this is what I'm going to be looking into to find my uh, next uh, home is, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's people out there who, you know, want residual income. They, they want a monthly check and they don't necessarily want to be landlords, um, you know, so I mean, it's kind of like a rent to own kind of situation. Um, and, and just be super careful with this, you guys. Um, you know, you may not necessarily need a realtor. Um, they may not even want you to have a realtor because they don't want to pay the fees or you don't want to pay the fees at the very least. If you know, I mean, I, I guess I would probably, if you don't know what you're doing, I would suggest a realtor. Um, and for me, um, I might even get a realtor, but I'm sure absolutely going to have a real estate attorney, um, draft up the contract because, um, yeah, when it comes to rent to own stuff, uh, people can be pretty scandalous. You got to be careful. And this again, isn't necessarily a rent to own type of thing. You're, you're paying the seller like they're the bank. Um, so, you know, just, just be very clear on the terms and conditions of this. Um, because you never know the place that they're moving to may not work out. And six months down the line, they may try to kick you out, you know what I mean? But you're not a renter, you're paying them a mortgage. So, you know, you just got to be very careful. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm, uh, and I'll even give you guys an actionable item. Um, if you go to Zillow, 
Zillow.com, Zillow.com. Um, they actually have a search tool specifically for sell by owners. So if you wanted to go look for homes for sale by owners, they have a section where you can do that specifically. Um, uh, Realtor.com I don't think does that. Uh, you might be able to look on Craigslist or other local, you know, things like that. Um, but I know Zillow for a fact has something specifically for that. So in your local area for sell by owner, um, basically what that means is the seller is, um, um, you know, willing to take, um, uh, monthly payments. Um, I mean, some of them may just be saying for sell by owner because they don't want to use a realtor and they, you know, they don't want to like as a seller, you have to pay 3% to each realtor, you know, your realtor and the, um, uh, the realtor that's helping the buyer. So that's 6% of your total money that you bring in. So they may want you to get financed by a bank. Um, and they might want to lump some payment, but hey, if they're for sale by owner, they're they're a little bit more savvy and you might be able to talk them into the idea. And I mean, hey, if they say no, who cares? Who cares, right? But I mean, call some of these people up. If you see a house you like, it, it fits within your budget and say, hey, um, would you be willing to do seller financing? Um, you know, obviously I, I have the down payment. Uh, you know, I'm getting unemployment. I'm gonna get some renters in there. I'm gonna be back at a job. Um, you know, obviously you want to sell yourself on this one. They don't, they don't want to have to come kick you out six months down the road because you can't pay anything. And please don't be that person because I am a landlord and uh, I, I, I hate dealing with shady people that, uh, you know, sound all good on paper. And then, you know, later down the road, they're like, oh yeah, by the way. So yeah, if you're that person, please don't do that to somebody. It, it makes it very hard for people to do seller financing. But yeah, ask them, say, hey, would you be willing to take monthly payments with a little bit of interest? Um, and that way I don't have to, you know, you get monthly payment and I don't have to go through a bank and, and deal with all that stuff. So other than that, you guys, that's kind of my, my tip. If you guys are looking for a home, uh, check out seller financing. And then even if you are doing seller financing, keep your guys' credit in good shape. I mean, if you go ever to go get a loan for anything, it'll save you on interest, literally thousands of dollars. And all you have to do is make that minimum payment. So other than that, you guys, thanks so much for, uh, for sitting here listening to me. Um, I really appreciate your guys' time. I appreciate your support. If you know of anybody that uh, you think uh, could use some information like this or should check me out, please feel free to share it. If you want to contribute um, and support, uh, support the podcast, please feel free to do that too. Other than that, I look forward to talking to you guys next time. Bye.